listening to Glad Tidings. Today, we have Eddie Young bringing the word. We hope you are blessed by this message. Good morning, everyone. Let's shout hallelujah. 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 Brothers and sisters, talking about mission team, we just got back from Philippines. I want to encourage all of you, do go for missions. Your faith will arise. You will see so many awesome miracles that take place that you cannot imagine. And then you learn a lot. You have a chance to worship. You have a chance to share the word, share a testimony. And uh, when you pray for people, you see miracles happen. Amen. So we, we were in uh, Philippines. Uh, so Pastor Linda asked me to take care of all the healing services. <clears throat> but I want to tell you something. We cannot heal. I cannot heal you. I don't have the ability to heal you. It must focus on our Lord Jesus Christ. Right? Amen? But I always believe in the Word of God. The Word of God must be preached. You know? Because uh, Matthew 9.35, uh, when Jesus go to all the villages and the synagogues, what did He do first? <laughs> he teach. Right? He teach the Word of God. Then He proclaim the kingdom of God. And then only He healed the sick. Amen? And all of them were healed. Right? That is Jesus. <laughs> Amen? So, in uh, our mission, I want to share something that uh, the deaf hear. It's truly when we go to mission, uh, <clears throat> the Word of God says in Matthew 11, verse 5, uh, when Jesus was on earth, talking about His ministry, right? He says, uh, the deaf hear, the lame will walk, even the blind will see, <clears throat> the lepers are cleansed, the dead are raised, you know, and the gospel was preached to the poor. See, and when you go to the mission field, uh, you see all these things happening. One, you know, there was uh, a pastor's daughter. She was a worship leader. At the age of twelve, she dig her, her ears, the eardrum, broke, you know, and she couldn't hear anymore. The eardrum is gone. And when we prayed for her, she can hear. Isn't that awesome? So if you don't go, don't go for mission, she'll still be deaf, correct or not, right? <clears throat> and there was a man, he was born deaf and mute, right? And we prayed, you know, I was praying on, on, the, on top of the pulpit, and then suddenly he wants to share. And he says he can hear, he can hear now, and he can speak a bit, but of course he cannot uh, speak uh, words, because he have never spoken before. Sign language can, huh? I'm sure he can, you know? And... <clears throat> He said, he cannot take it. It's so loud, he's going to press his ears. You know? Right? <clears throat> so many things happen. So I want to encourage you, brothers and sisters. And uh, if you, I believe this month, a lot of our mission teams are going out everywhere to the 12 countries, right? Because we are in 12 countries, you know. So you have opportunity. So do join the MAP. MAP, right? Uh, MAP, get yourself certified. This is the church certification, right? and go for missions, you will never be the same again. Amen. 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 So, brothers and sisters, oh, <clears throat> there is, uh, you see, today the Word of God in uh, 2 Corinthians 10, verse 4 and 5, it says, For our, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God to pull down <clears throat> strongholds, you know, and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God, and to bring into obedience every thought uh, to, the mind, to, to the mind of Christ, you see. 
So Paul already tells us that we are at a war and these weapons are from God. You see? So, brothers and sisters, for a Christian, somehow uh, we, it's, it's so ridiculous. Uh, why this Mr. S.A. Tan I want to disturb us? Uh? Huh? Correct. <laughs> He, he just can't he go and disturb somebody else. But why we are Christians? Right? Because we are children of God. Right? And we know the truth. Because when you read the Bible, uh, in uh, John 17, verse 17, it says, uh, you know, when Jesus, before he was crucified on the cross, right, he prayed for his disciples, he prayed for us. It says that he not only prayed for his disciples and all of us Gentiles here, we are in the world, but not of the world, right? And he asked, he said, Father, sanctify us. John 17, 17 says, sanctify them by the word. And the word, your word is the truth. Amen. So what Paul telling us is there is a war happening and we cannot escape this battle, this spiritual warfare that we need to, we need to confront, we need to confront our enemy. For the Bible says in uh, 1 Peter 5, 8, uh, it says very clearly that we need to be vigilant. Some say we need to be sober, right? For your enemy, the devil, he prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. May, the word there. So you see, we must be, we must be vigilant. That means not be passive. We must move forward, go against the enemy, right? And our flesh, we cannot fight all this, demolish all these demonic strongholds, right? We have no power, right? But with God, with His Word, with the weapons that He has given us, we can go against our enemy, amen? That's why in Ephesians uh, <clears throat> 6, verse 10 to 20, it says very clearly, it talks about the armour of God, right? This is one of the weapons we have, the armour of God with us, and uh, many of times, we, uh, how many of you, when you go out, you put on the full armor of God? Well, huh? so it is very important because everything is the Bible, is the Word of God. It is not there, it's there for a reason. It's for us, you see. So <clears throat> we put on the full armor of God upon our bodies, right? And of course, we pray the blood of Jesus, right? And brothers and sisters, what is the demonic stronghold? A demonic stronghold is like you, you uh, is a like a spiritual cage, you know, imprisoning you, right? keeping you in bondage, where you do not have your freedom, you cannot move freely, you are practically enslaved, you know. I remember when we went back to our uh, ancestors' temple uh, in China, and I really we went back together, my parents, you know. So in that temple, it's a big temple. So we are young, young, right? <clears throat> so they are all hanging down from the ceilings, these bamboo cages. Our names are all there. <clears throat> Even my children not born yet. If it's a son, the name is already given, right? And then we are dedicated to the idols already, you see? So we must set ourselves free to break away from all these things, you see, that we do not know. So you need to go back and check, you know, and then also this one is related to your... Sometimes you, you notice in your life, huh? because when I accepted Jesus Christ, I checked back the generations, my ancestors, you know. <clears throat> huh? There's one problem is 
we, uh, all my great-grandfather, grandfather, even my father, both on my father's side and mother's side, <clears throat> they died of heart attack and stroke. So there's this generation curse. And Exodus 20, verse 5 says, For God is a jealous God. Because of the sins of your forefathers, your ancestors, He will curse you until the third and fourth generation. Very scary, isn't it, brothers and sisters, right? So God is really telling us about this generation curse. But always there's a remedy. When God says in Exodus 20, verse 6, If you love me, I will bless you a thousand generations. Amen. Let's clap our hands to our Lord Jesus Christ. Give Him all the glory for what He has done on the cross for us. Amen. So why I want to share with you this testimony. When I accepted Christ, Jesus Christ, on a Vesak day, it was my former temple's 29-year celebration. You know, and uh, I went back to, to the temple and then I, I discussed with the, uh, the, the committee, you know, and all this. And a relative said, you believe in Jesus, see when you're going to get a heart attack. You know, your father got a heart attack, grandfather always got a heart attack, see when you get a heart attack. You dare to accept Jesus Christ. <clears throat> As a young Christian, I didn't know how to reject it. I didn't know how to rebuke it at all. <clears throat> I just smiled, you know. And on June 3rd, 2011, I had a heart attack. I was with two friends in uh, uh, KL Central. They were asking me, how come I... <laughs> For a temple owner, I can accept Jesus Christ. So I shared my testimony, <clears throat> and then I want to drink coffee, you know. You know those old town small cups, huh? it was hot. So I took a tablespoon, I blow it. When I want to put it in my mouth, it spilled on my shirt. Then I take another cup, another spoonful, and it still spilled on my shirt. And my friend told me, <clears throat> brother, your mouth already slanted. I already have a stroke. And then my, my, my left arm was numb already, you know. And my heart is like a ton of stones on top of my body, on top of my, my chest. And I feel my heart being compressed. You know, being, being compressed like, like, you know, a balloon, uh, compressed like I want to burst like that. You see? <clears throat> and then uh, I couldn't even breathe properly. So they told me that they need to take me to the hospital. <clears throat> so I said, I, I need to call my wife first, you know. Because, you know, talking about my wife, before I'm in Christ, uh, I actually don't know how to love her. I really don't know how to love her. I treat her very badly. I always say she's the most uh, foolish, stu stupid woman following me for all these years. You know, many women have run away already. <laughs> A long time run away. But I thank God for her, you know. It's because of my son's prayers and her prayers. I accepted Jesus Christ. I'm safe. Amen. You know, <clears throat> so <clears throat> I called her. I said, dear, I'm having a heart attack. So she told me, just take a deep breath, you know. Then I said, I can't even breathe. And then she told me, oh, okay, it's okay, Let, let's pray, just pray. You know, brothers and sisters, I was very angry at her, seriously. I wanted to scold her, but I got no breath to scold her, you know. <laughs> Your husband having heart attack, lah. You must find out where I am. <clears throat> Any friends with you, go to the hospital, you know, things like that, ma. She said, pray. But I'm a new Christian, right, you know. But she's uh, one month earlier than me. She was accepted Christ 13th of April 2011 or so. And uh, I thank God for her salvation because she attended uh, my current cell leader's uh, cell, Josh Ang and Auntie Mona, you know. So they went for a, she went for a ladies' prayer meet. Third time of asking, accept Christ, right? Third time of asking because she heard the word transformation. 
Huh? And all of us, when we, we accept Jesus Christ, we are transformed. As Romans uh, uh, 12.2 says, but we do not conform to the pattern of this world anymore. But we are transformed by the renewing of our mind to know what is good and acceptable huh, from our Lord. So, she accepted Jesus Christ and she... Uh, that, so I, I told her, so she started to pray, right? Why I want to tell you this, it's only a, one month, one month plus Christianity. <clears throat> she just prayed a simple prayer, asked the Lord to heal me, asked the Lord to save me, and then said, in Jesus' name, Amen. <clears throat> and I, I was silent because I... There's no, I can even breathe properly. And she said, Dear, say amen. Dear, say amen. No. I'm not, she, she said she didn't panic. Nah. Uh, but I believe from her voice, she was panicking. What happened to my husband there? <laughs> but actually, she's very calm. Nah. Seriously. No. She's a. Uh, how should I say? She's my prayer warrior, my prayer intercessor. Everything, you know. And faith enhancer, my greatest critic also. Always complain about my vocabulary, you know. <laughs> present tense, you, you know, past tense, you use present tense. Present tense, you use past tense. What? But uh, I, I really appreciate, I really appreciate my wife. And I want to thank her for being with me. All these years, really. You know? And so, I managed to say a soft amen. So I said, amen. You know, brothers and sisters, you know what happened? Immediately, my mouth straightened back. <clears throat> the chest pain was gone. Hallelujah. <laughs> that was 12 years ago. How can I not believe in the power of our Lord Jesus Christ, in His healing miracles, when I experience it in immediately that time, you know, right? So, and the thing there is that she, she prayed, right? Later I'll share it to you about... Uh, so this, uh, I just want to share with you, in my family background, we have this problem of gout, you know? Gout problem. Uh, of course, hey, my younger brother don't have Kelvin. Go gout. Ah. Oh, he's the only one. He's the most blessed one. No gout. <coughs> the three of you, we have gout attack. Ah. We all cannot walk. And my second brother, he got to take injections or more. You know? Cannot eat peanuts, soya beans, seafood. All cannot eat. You know? So I remember I, I was in Hong Kong. I was supposed to share in a full gospel VSM meeting. So you know in Hong Kong, you need to travel a lot, walk you know, the underground, train and all this. Suddenly the gout attack came. <clears throat> it was the worst gout attack that I ever experienced. That I could hardly walk. I was, you know, so painful. I got to sit down, you know. Then, I closed my eyes. I asked the Lord. I said, Lord, how am I going to reach those places in time? I can't even walk, you know. I know, Lord, you got to help me. You see, when you ask the Lord, say, Thy help, Lord, I need. This is humility. When you ask the Lord in humility to help you, right? So in uh, James, uh, James five, uh, James four, verse seven, it says, uh, we need to submit ourselves to God, even humble ourselves to God, right? And then only resist the devil, and the devil will flee from you. Amen. Correct. Or not? So when I, I I think when I said that, Lord, help me, help me. I need. To, I heard a voice, just walk. And I started walking. You know, as I start to walk, uh, the, the pain just slowly, slowly, and just disappeared. And now that was in 2014. Eight years, I've never had a gout attack anymore in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. See, so that's why prayer is very important, right? 
We hope that you are enjoying the message so far. If you would like to know more about our church and get connected, head to our website at gladtidings.my. Thank you for listening. Let's get back to the Word. I, I want to share with you also, all these things you need to find out yourself. From your ancestors, look at it. Maybe there's something there. Some, some Buddhist uh, statues, you know, <clears throat> some talisman is still there. And a lot of Chinese people, uh, uh, you know, when a, a parent or someone lost their parent, you know, or even a grandfather, <clears throat> they give you this cloth, you know, this white cloth wrapped up in a, 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 a red, red string, you know. This is, this for, when you wear it one in, in those ceremonies, uh, it's for you to keep in remembrance. I tell you, this thing is very serious. I hope I have the time and you know, all You know why I tell you this? When I accepted Jesus Christ, of course, we do house cleansing. My whole house are like emptied already. I got so many idols, I got empty caves, so many feng shui stuff, you know, everything gone, you know. Whole house emptied. And then one of the sisters, he says, there's still this, uh, uh, this thing there they cannot find, there's a serpent. Actually, it's that white cloth. <clears throat> but it is so amazing that it is right in front of the, the in our cupboard. Uh. I cannot see it. Irene cannot see it. None of them see it, you know. Only one year later only, uh, we, as we continue to pray, uh, because we can sense that something is not right, then we find it, you see. So we've got to check on this. So, brothers and sisters, with, with our own flesh, <coughs> we cannot have ability to pull down these strongholds in, in our lives. <clears throat> and also for our friends, our relatives, you know, our loved ones. But God, as the Word of God says, give us the weapons for us. So let me just share some of the, the, the weapons that uh, God gave to us, right? First thing, that's the weapon of praise. Right? Because the Bible says in uh, Psalms 22, verse 3, God inhabits in the praises of His people. And so just now, the worship team, they sang three of my favorite songs, you know, and I didn't tell me. And these songs I do sing when I'm doing healing service. You know? But normally I'm lazy, I call Irene to sing. Uh. Uh, I'm lazy to speak in tongue. I didn't speak in tongue. I said, you go Philippines, I, I call her up, you speak in tongue. You know? So, and uh, even when we sing songs and praise, people get healed. One amazing testimony is that <clears throat> I was asked to pray for some <clears throat> a lady with a heart problem. I was overseas and I asked Irene to go and pray. So the Lord spoke to Irene that uh, many prayers have been offered. You just sing on it, you know. And even gave a song for her. And just call up the lady and they sing songs and they sing together and she got healed. Amen. Let's clap our hands our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. You see, God heals in various uh, ways. You cannot put God in a box, right? And then uh, I, I had a word also, Psalm 73, verse 26. <clears throat> I gave the word to the lady. My heart and my flesh will fail, right? But the Lord uh, is my portion. You know, somebody, is, uh, is it there? Yeah. Uh, it's a strength, my heart is my portion. So you see, the word of God given into the spirit woman, you know, and then it arises. You see, the word of God is a seed. Oh, now I'm not sure word of God. Huh? And then Psalms 150 verse 6 says, uh, let every thing that have breath, praise the Lord. Amen. So we need to praise Him and when we praise and worship Him, you know, the, the blessings, uh, when you praise and worship Him, uh, Exodus 23, 25 says what? It says, 
as you serve me, as you worship me, I will bless your bread. I will bless your water. I will take away any sickness that's in the midst of you. And none will be barren. And all will live the full days of their lives. Amen. Hallelujah. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Right now. Receive it. Can I have a big amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. <clears throat> and also uh, Hebrews 13 verse 15 says, to Jesus Christ, to Jesus, uh, we, are, we must offer to God uh, uh, a sacrifice of praise. Sacrifice of praise. Hebrews 13 verse 5. Huh? So, so uh, that is a weapon of praise that we can use. You know? That's why it's um, always good in the morning <clears throat> when we have a time alone with God to sing songs to Him, sing a new song, you know, and also, you know, it's very difficult sometimes, right? Pray in tongues, read, read, read the Word of God, and slowly you'll be able to do it. And then you feel His presence, you know. Uh, then when you got to ask Irene, my wife, huh? she pray non-stop two hours, sometimes I'm so very, I, not, not, sometimes we need to go out urgently, huh? can, can, you know, shorten bit a bit, uh. <laughs> you know, <laughs> But when you're in the spirit, you're praying, you, you don't know the time, you know. Because just speaking, a woman, uh, more connected with God. Uh, correct, uh, wow, woman. Because in the Bible, every prayer of a woman got answered. Correct? Even King David, God didn't answer also. You're a very jealous one. Very jealous man. <laughs> Hallelujah. And uh, okay, talking about uh, the next weapon that God gives us is the <coughs> weapon of prayer. You see, I don't to miss up. Prayer, weapon of prayer. <coughs> you see, when we, uh, Martin Luther has said, he said, uh, it's impossible for a believing Christian not to pray. There's a word there, believing, the many types of Christian. But I believe in glad tidings, battling jaya, all of us, a radical praying, believing Christians. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> so, we look at the life of how our Lord Jesus Christ pray. He always gives us an example. In Mark 1 35, uh, Luke uh, 5 16, Luke 6 12, you know, he goes to lonely places. He wake up very early in the morning, go up the mountain to pray, right? Every time he's, he's praying, he's praying to the Father. And uh, in Luke 6, 12, he prayed the whole night, you know. Why? Because he got a very important decision to make. He needed to select his 12 disciples. And I don't know why, how come this Judas Iscariot is still there, but everything is a God's purpose, right? He still chose him right? to fulfill God's will in our Lord Jesus Christ's life. Right? So, and uh, what he did was, when, when he... he Prayed, uh, he's talking to the Father. So you see, his time spent in prayer with, with the Father God uh, is never wasted, right? Then when he go out to minister, uh, all the miracles will take place, you see? So even Jesus, he is a son of God, come, in the, uh, come as a man to die for us on the cross, correct or not? Yet he still pray, correct? What more we all, right? Correct or not, brothers and sisters? And uh, even in, uh, when the devil tempted him, in Matthew 4, <clears throat> one of us three times, right? He says, oh, turn the stones. The devil says, turn these stones into bread, you know? 
You see, the devil all, always come and attack you uh, when you're at the lowest point of your life. When you're really suffering, you need something, he come and attack you. <clears throat> he knows Jesus is hungry. And no water, no food, you know. And what did Jesus say? <clears throat> he used the word of God, right? He says, uh, oh, there's the word of God that men do not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes out from the mouth of God. Correct? Three times. So he still, he prayed and used against the, the enemy. And uh, when you pray, your prayers are never fall to the ground. It won't fall to the ground one. Why? <clears throat> if you read Revelations, uh, Revelations 5, verse 8 says, you know, you know there, there are these uh, four living creatures, huh? and there are 24 elders there in, in, uh, in Revelations 5, 8. Uh, and all of them uh, are holding a harp, you know, holding a harp and a golden bowl. A golden bowl filled with incense. Incense, huh? Where God says what? Which are the prayers of God's people. That means all our prayers, when you pray, it rises up to the throne room of God. Hallelujah. Isn't that awesome? God hears us, you know, and He keeps... Imagine, wow. It's just not those angels who are keeping it, you know. The golden bowls held by the 24 elders and the four living creatures, you know. And then... Later, uh, they, they're always praising Him, right? You read onwards, they're always praising Him. And then the, the four, uh, four living creatures and the elders will throw their crowns and bow and praise God, right? To Him be the glory, all power and authority. Amen, right? Amen is so powerful. Even the four living creatures, 24 elders, could say amen. Ma. So be it, right? So your prayers didn't fall to the ground. They are always answered, you know. So talking about prayer, I've shared I got a heart attack. I really prayed for me. Yeah, heal, right? And uh, I, I remember uh, I was invited to, to preach in a, a full gospel man meeting in Aman Surya. The church there had been doing prayer walk, walking around, trying to pull down all the strongholds, the satanic strongholds, <coughs> to change the spiritual atmosphere of the place, you know. Because... There's a big temple there. And the amazing thing is, you know, big temple, how, how amazing the strong, how strong is it, right? And there's a basketball court there, and we are supposed to do the healing service preaching there. And the basketball court belongs to the temple owner, who is the village head. <laughs> and uh, in order to have this meeting, he will sign the police permit, you know. Two times, uh, he refused to sign. And the third time asking, I said, brother, because I was moving around and uh, overseas and all this. And then third time I said, come, let's gather and pray. That he will sign it in the name of Jesus, he said, you know. And also, I choose a date. Actually, I chose it in my own convenience. Oh, I'm traveling here, so okay, at this date. I didn't know it's the first day of the Chinese calendar for the month. You see, so awesome, right? And then, when our prayers are, when we prayed, and he did sign it, you know. And that day, when we, when we, I was sharing my testimony, sharing about the healing miracles, all this, so many disciples, the temple disciples came, put all the jaw stake, you know, all these rituals they are doing, but yet God pulled down the stronghold in that area in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. <coughs> and that day, 
they, they, after they put a joystick play already, I think 10 of them came, came over to see what is happening. <clears throat> because there was one lady, uh, she was, uh, we were delivering her from this uh, Kundalini spirit. Her tongue came out like a snake. You know, tongue come out very short, right? It's longer than the finger, you know? But I thank God for my left finger here. Uh, this mark, huh? hallelujah. <laughs> hey, how many of you, can you raise your left hand finger? Wow, praise God, hallelujah. <clears throat> uh, thank you for your service to your country. Amen. <laughs> and uh, so it was raining so heavily, they, they cannot leave. They, they got to hear what I was sharing and everything, you know. And then, oh, wow. And then, uh, they, they got healed and six of them accept Jesus Christ. Amen. God can put down the strongholds. Huh? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And then, uh, <clears throat> okay, I'm going to go fast. The word of God, okay. Okay, I want to share with you the power of tongues. Speaking in tongues is so awesome, right? You know how the church started in Acts chapter 2. Uh, if you read from 1 to 4, in the day of Pentecost, they are gathered in one place. They are gathered in one place and then they, they hear the sound of a violent rushing wind came. Holy Spirit came, right? And then separated tongues of fire, landed on all the 120 disciples, right? And they all started to speak in tongues. <coughs> when they speak in tongues, and 3,000 of them heard and accepted our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So when you speak in tongues, brothers and sisters, let me tell you, there's something happening in the glory realm in heaven. You know, you're bringing down the blessings from heaven to earth you know, when you speak in tongues. Because in heaven, the glory realm, it doesn't stand still one. It is always moving, you know. There's motion that never stops. Uh, like the, the cherubim angels are there, you know. The wheels within the wheels are moving, you know. The chariot wheels are moving, you see. And even the flashing lightning from the throne room. Uh, the, those lightning thunder, do, do you believe, is from the throne room. Flashing lightning from the throne room. And then the whirlwinds of God, those whirlwinds of God are always moving. So when you pray in tongue, uh, you're actually bringing the glory of God from heaven to earth, brothers and sisters. Amen? And not only that, from heaven to earth and into our souls. Hallelujah. That's why speaking in tongues is very powerful because First, first Corinthians 14 verse 2 says, when you speak in tongue, when you speak in tongue, uh, <clears throat> yeah, the word of God says very clearly, you're speaking in God's heavenly language. Uh, the enemy can't know what you're talking. He is a blurry. Double blur. Because why? When Jesus came down, he crushed Satan's the serpent's head, you know. Now he blur blur. You know, and then uh, even uh, the serpent, you know, his teeth also came off. Uh, right? So that's why the word of God says in 1 Peter 5 8, uh, be vigilant, uh, be sober, right? For your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. So if you know your weapons that God gives you and use them, Right? The better it is for you to pull down all these strongholds that is in your life. Right? And then, now when Jesus crushed the serpent's head, <clears throat> He go around seeking whom He may. So we need to be strong in the Word, in the Word of God, in our prayer life, you know. We need to be strong. And of course, we are Pentecostals. Hallelujah. Yeah. Praise God. Hallelujah. You can ask me, which Pentecostal don't speak in tongue? Huh? <laughs> so the devil now, huh, he... He goes around roaring like a lion. <clears throat> but Brian Sister, I tell you, there's no roar. His teeth don't have really. It's come out. No voice at all. <laughs> Amen. 
So when you speak in tongue, I want to share a testimony about speaking in tongue, my own testimony. <clears throat> you know, every year we go to Macau Assembly of God to preach. Here we go to preach. Uh, the last one is 2019. <clears throat> and uh, I remembered the 2018 one. <clears throat> we came back on a Sunday morning to something, very early. And that morning we need to go to a, the Ipo to do a healing service in the church at 9 a.m. You know. My goodness, we are so tired. And then there were so many services. Actually, I had no time to pray also. <laughs> Service, makan and all this. So, Pastor, don't feed me so much at mission. <laughs> so we have good food also. Eh? Go mission, they give good food. <clears throat> you know? So <clears throat> I slept early first. Irene told me, you sleep first. Ah. Yeah? So she slept around three something. Suddenly she heard somebody praying. Tuck. Actually, she saw me standing up. I was praying those tongues that she never hear. You know, never hear. Oh, it's like warfare, you know. It is scattered. You know, and then uh, she was listening to me. And then she told me, Dear, tomorrow you're driving to Ipoh, you know. Come and sleep. I was so obedient. I snuck my head and I put a confidence and I slept, you know. So I tell you, uh, that service that day in Ipoh, everybody come, everybody heal. Salvation from those that so difficult to accept one. Huh? So many salvation heal. A, a lady got supposed to send eight years old, cannot do heart bypass, cannot breathe also properly. I share my testimony. She immediately feel the relief and she can she can breathe already. Amen. Let's give our hands to our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. <clears throat> and then, arthritis, God healed. Those with arthritis, you know, arthritis like autoimmune disease, right? Arthritis, God healed. Uh, back pains, you know, the, the shorter leg get extended, the bone. It's now there's one brother, one or two, one, one brother, he's, he got back pain. His right leg was so much shorter. Our Lord Jesus Christ extended his right leg and no more back pain. He started to turn, bend down, do things that he can never do. Come on, let's give a big clap offering. Lah, our Lord. It happened in GT morning service. Ah, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And it will also happen here in our service when we call for the altar call. Amen. Because Matthew 18, 20 says, when two or three gather in his name, he will be with us. Amen. And um, uh, tongues, I have said, okay. Also, I need to rush a bit. Huh? Okay. I want to show you the other is the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus is so powerful. Right? Brothers and sisters, what the Bible tells us in Revelations 12, verse 11, <clears throat> that we defeat the devil. You know, I like to paraphrase the word for myself. That I defeat the devil. Can you say it with me? I defeat the devil. By the blood of the Lamb and by the word of my testimony. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Isn't that powerful? When we declare, we proclaim, yes, someone's clapping, let us all give it. Our Lord Jesus Christ, a big clap offering. Wow, for his blood shed on the cross for us. You know, and not, not only that, in Ephesians 1, verse 7, it says, that through, uh, we have redemption through His blood and forgiveness of all our sins. You see, what a blessing. 
And also in uh, Romans 5 verse 9 says, through His blood we are justified. We are justified by the blood of Jesus shed for us. Amen. You see, so I want to share a testimony on uh, this sign that I received very early. A lot of things that I received, so many visions, signs and wonders from our Lord Jesus Christ. I remember in 22nd December, <coughs> 2011, I, I was asked to share my testimony in a full gospel-based man meeting in Taman Tun So those days, I shared testimony, one and a half hour cannot finish. Because I followed my grandfather to learn all this, that sight, yeah? those darkness at the age of 11. 40 years I'm involved. I, now you know how old I am already. <laughs> at the age of 51, when I accept Christ. 40 years. So I must talk from A to Z, you know. Imagine the whole 40 years. Uh. That's why Irene always tell me, you must summarize. I say I summarize, I, I cannot get the flow, you know. Uh, so, so, but if, if you are here, I share one half hour is good. You're training yourself to receive what? The gifts of the Spirit. Galatians 5.22. What is the gift of spirit? Love, peace, joy. What's the other one? Long suffering. Forbearance, you know. So who wants to, after the service, want to hear one more time? Huh? One hour, can you raise your hand? Well, none. <laughs> Forbearance, you know. Gentleness, kindness, goodness, correct? And uh, self-control, right? All these fruits of the spirit which we are supposed to, to receive. So when I shared there, I look at, like now I'm looking at all of you. I believe most of you have heard my testimony. Even you can Google, you see a brief one, right? So I said, Lord, all of them have heard my testimony. What am I going to share with them? So we sing songs, you know. So every one of us have a worship song. So I sang two songs. I was holding the, the, the song sheet, you know. Then I sat down. I just said, Lord, I don't know what to share with them. Please help me. I don't want to talk anymore to them. Nothing. I don't ministry. Nothing, you know. <clears throat> and then I heard a voice. Revelations 12, 11. I didn't think about it. Then the voice came again. Revelations 12, 11. So I stood up. When I lift up my thumb from the song sheet, uh, there was fresh blood, you know, on the song sheet, half of my right thumb. But my thumb was not cut at all. It was like 3D, you know, coming up, you know. I was shocked. Eh? And then I, I asked them, then the mature Christians all came out. I asked the worship leader, hey, bro, this is your blood. So he was telling me, you know, the amazing thing is, God, two things, always, he always confirmed these signs. Eh? He took me to one place where there are so many uh, song sheets there. You know what's the book on top of the song sheet? Eh? The Overcoming Blood of Jesus. That's the title, you know. Hallelujah, isn't that amazing? It's God like confirming with me, you know. And of course, mature Christians, they know, you know. So, oh, signs and wonders are still happening. Hebrews 13 verse 8, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today and forever. So whatever your situations that you're facing today, Jesus still heals. Jesus still delivers. Jesus still saves. Amen. Let's come our hands to our Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, <coughs> So, and, um, and you can, the name of Jesus, Actually, there are many others, but because of time, the name of Jesus is so powerful. Uh, brothers and sisters, when you invoke the name of Jesus, uh, you know, Philippians 2, <coughs> 9 to 11 says, For God also highly exalted him and given him, the, him is Jesus, right? A name that is above all names. That at the name of Jesus, every knee must bow. 
create things in heaven, on the earth, and under the earth. Every time confess Jesus Christ is Lord. Amen. What does this tell us? In every three kingdoms, you know, three spiritual realms, be it in heaven, on the earth, under the earth, uh, every tongue, every knee must bow. Jesus controls everything. Hallelujah. He is in control. You see, that's how powerful the name of Jesus is, correct or not? And also, when you invoke uh, the name of Jesus for salvation, Acts 4 verse 12 says, right, there is no other name except for one to receive salvation only to Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's, let's shout, Jesus! 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 Hallelujah. So, brothers and sisters, I want to share my testimony. When I accepted Jesus Christ on that day, 17 of May, 2011, so at night, I, was, I went and I was sleeping. At around 2 something, 2.30, I was like in the spiritual realm already. I was sleeping, my eyes wide open. <clears throat> there was this dark cloud, dark, very tall, taller than the, the door, floating towards me. Eyes, red colour, red, so full of anger, you can see. He sat on top of me and oppressed me, you know. And he said one thing, he said, he said, now you die. No one's going to protect you. All my demons downstairs waiting for you. All my idols downstairs. You better think twice, you know. Actually, he testified himself, huh? this, this idols, are demons are inside there. <laughs> you know, and then in the temple days, I'll tell people, just call any idol, they'll go away. Because the, the kingdom will not fight against their own kingdom. And then, so I called all those gods. And then those days, I, I know a lot of Hindu, you know, I, I used to preach in a Hindu, uh, in a Tamil church uh, in, in Rawang. And uh, also in Bukit Berentong. I, I share about their so-called idols. Uh, they're shocked, you know. They're shocked to this Chinaman. How come, you know? And I can say more idols than they know one, you know. I ask them those things. And I tell you, man, hundreds of them accepted Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hundreds of them accepted Jesus Christ. Because they work, they are very poor. They work in those oil palm estates, you know. And also, brothers who came who lead me there. Uh, this, uh, our friend, right? Sister Lenny, Aaron. They also invited to come into this church. And now they are serving the church here. Serving our church, you see. And many, yes, praise God for them, you know. Many of them, we are serving the church who came. You see? So, and uh, what happened was, I called all the idols. <coughs> Nothing. Still oppressed me. Every day I called, every religion, there are prophets there I called. Worse. Then I remember, oh, there's one more person I didn't call. Who is that? Jesus. Can I have a louder shout of Jesus? Jesus! <coughs> you know? So, yeah, yeah, I, I must call him. You know, maybe this joker right in front of me, I'm thinking I must call him. No more. So the word that came out of my mouth was Zeus. In my heart, I said, Jesus, man. He fled, immediately fled. Hallelujah. That's so powerful. I said, the name of Jesus is so powerful. When you invoke the name of Jesus, you know, and up to now, I'm 12 years in Christ. I want to quote and unquote. It's not that he's. The devil is afraid of us, Satan. But he's afraid of the Holy Spirit who lives in us. We have the Holy Spirit in us. You know how powerful is the Holy Spirit? 
Nothing can go against the power of the Holy Spirit. Everything that happened, even the earth is created by, when God says in Genesis uh, 1, in verse 3, let there be light. And there was light. And the Holy Spirit, you read the word, He was hovering in the dark waters, correct? The Spirit of God is already there. <clears throat> you see? So, we have the Spirit in us. Right? We have the blood of Jesus covering us. We have the full armour of God protecting us. Correct, no? That's why the word, He's seeking whom He may devour. If you have all these, you know, and you know the weapons now that has been shared, uh, the better it is for you to resist the devil. With the weapons of God, then only you can resist the devil and he will flee from you. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. I want to share one testimony. When we're going to call for altar call, right? I don't want to share one testimony happened in COVID. Uh, Pastor David, oh yeah. Pastor David, are you here? Oh, no one, okay. You see, Pastor David uh, introduced me to speak in one church in uh, Saramban. Saramban Life Assembly, you know. So, <clears throat> the, we, we went there many times. Really. Because of the, the people, they, they have simple childlike faith. They're simple, just like in missions, all the people there, they, they have simple childlike faith. They got nowhere else to go. They need to trust Jesus to heal them, right? Miracles happen. So many miracles happened there. Even a, a guy in a wheelchair, he came out to walk, you know, came out to walk. Uh, a lady, just recently, when a lady got stroke, she couldn't even stretch out her hand, you know, and then she, she forced and then it stretched out. <coughs> we were in uh, Pasadena, correct? We were in a house of this in Philippines, in a, we went to visit house visit station. Now, this man got a, got a, got a stroke, heart there, a stroke. So pitiful. His hand like that, you know, he couldn't, couldn't even open his fingers, you know. Couldn't open his fingers. Lying on the bed, just sit down there, cannot walk, you know. But when we pray, we, you see, I always encourage people with the word. Because God's word heals, right, sisters? Amen? So, and after prayer, he, he, you, know, you got to encourage. You know, when you do something, like when you come for prayer, you do something that you cannot do before. Like move your body around, you know, or things like that. You see, like, and then he started. I said, "You punch the devil," and then the daughter said, "Oh, he cannot move his hand." No, no, you can. So I tried to stretch out his hand. It was so tight, ma. So saw so his hand like that. Then yeah, punch. Then he started punching. Oh, started to move a little bit, but not fully straightened. Started to move, and his fingers he can open. Wow, hallelujah, man! Praise God. The, the daughter, he was filled with joy, you know. You see, and um, what, what I was trying to say is, so the pastor from the, the church called me and said, oh, one his sister, three months in the ICU. <clears throat> the later part, a month in coma, really. cannot even, not awake, nothing, you know, and dying. So she said, the, the husband will call me. And I said, okay, okay, ask the husband to call me. <clears throat> So when the husband called me, I said, okay, brother, I, I will send me a photo. I will, I will pray first, you know, then I'll let you know. When, uh? So I prayed. On the third day, uh, my spirit man just, just got to call him, you know. Call this brother. So I called him. I said, brother, uh, how, how is your wife now? <clears throat> third day. He said, she's, she's dying already. Where are you now? You see, God's timing is perfect. 
I'm in the hospital now. <clears throat> I'm going to sign a letter of release so that let my wife have been suffering so long and let her die peacefully. They're going to inject morphine, you know. Wow, something happened to me. I said, brother, you want to be a murderer. Who are you? Who are you? Who are the doctors, huh? To issue a death sentence upon your wife. We still have hope. Well, we have hope. Brothers and sisters, Romans 15 verse 13 says, I want to declare this upon your life right now. <clears throat> that the God of hope will fill you with peace and joy as you keep on trusting, believing in Him. Right? And you will overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit that is in you. Amen. Receive it in Jesus' name. Shout Amen. Hallelujah. <clears throat> amen. So, so I told him, don't sign anything. He said, they're not going to treat her anymore. No, you don't sign, they're going to, they're going to treat her. So he refused, he didn't sign. And then I sent an audio prayer. <clears throat> Actually, I don't like to say audio prayer. One. You know, I'm a bit different. I like you know, to connect with people. But it's always my wife again, you see? So you have a wisdom. I sent an audio prayer. So I said audio prayer. I told him, play the audio in your wife's ears. She can hear. So after that, three days later, he texted me. Everything the doctor did, the blood transfusion successful, oxygen level, everything okay, you know. And even she's out from the ventilator. Hallelujah. And she went back home healed from, from COVID. Wow. Praise the Lord, yes. Hallelujah. We've, praise God. You see, with God, that's what the Bible says in Matthew 19, 26. Mark 10, 27. Even Luke 18, 27 says, with man, it is impossible. But not with God. With God, all things are? Amen. So when you come to the altar, we're going to pray for you. Focus on our Lord Jesus Christ. <coughs> Do not look to me. <coughs> Eddie Young has no ability <laughs> to heal you or do anything. Because God also told me, when I started my ministry, the first time I go to the hospital, <coughs> I want to share with you this. <coughs> In uh, January 2012, I went and prayed for a boy, <coughs> 12 years old, dying already, you know, practically, doctors say he's going to die today. <coughs> so I prayed for him, and he got healed, you know. He got healed, amazing, long story that I just got healed. And then I, I came back, I told Irene about it, you know. And then three days later, three days later, I have a fan, you know, above me in our master bedroom. It's a four, four uh, blades one. Suddenly, just like a cross on top of me, you know. And then I heard a voice again. The cross upon you. I didn't know what is that, you know. So I heard this voice, the cross upon you. So I said, okay, huh? then I slapped <laughs> <laughs> and then when I really came back, I told her, hey, what, what is this? How come? Huh? This is uh, a uh, still new believer. Right? Cross upon me, you know. What is it? You know? So then I really said, hey, the, the, you prayed for the boy. Huh? God healed. You got to give thanks to God, you know. She, said, she doesn't say, maybe you give thanks. I said, need to give thanks, man. <laughs> still believer. <laughs> need to give thanks, man, right? So, yeah, yeah, you, you give thanks. Come kneel down. Every time, force me to kneel down. We are not young, you know. Kneel down, pray so long. Ayo. You know, kneel down now, come, raise your hand. 
oh, okay, okay, well, give thanks to God, you know. But God says you need to give thanks, have a grateful heart, right? So then, I heard a voice again. Without me, you can do nothing. It's in uh, John 15, verse 5. And then, so, then I said, okay, Lord, I, I, I get it, I get it. Yes, truly, without you, I can get nothing. So, so they can stand up already. I had a voice already, you know. The amusing thing is what, you know, God is so humorous, you know. And you know, I used to speak in a lot of, uh, especially FGB meetings, uh, they always give me books. Uh. So I got a lot of books. Anyone want to have books, or got, got double one, uh, can, can call me. Uh, I didn't say I got to give up the books. Really. <laughs> I, I, morning devotion, I got to climb up from the chair to take this particular book down, you know, which I place it up there's the devotion book. The first page I open, uh, I've never read it. It's a bite. You know what's the word there? <clears throat> John 15 verse 5. If you abide in me and I abide in you, you will bear much fruit. Right? Without me, you can do nothing. Wow. NIV is apart from me, you can do nothing. The version also choose the correct one. Amazing. How, how awesome our God is. So, brothers and sisters, we, we need to focus on our Lord Jesus Christ. And uh, of course, I'm just sharing a bit of these weapons so you need to be aware, right? So we want to make an altar call of salvation first. Acts 4.12 says there's no other name. No other name for a man to receive salvation, right? All of us know, like myself, for 40 years, I'm a temple owner. Just imagine, so tough nut also. Sometimes I cannot imagine myself uh, that I believe in Jesus, but I really thank God for the prayers of my sons that come to the altar, age of 9 and 14, praying for me for 10 years and using the Word of God also, praying that God will change, take away my heart of stone, <clears throat> give me a new heart of flesh. Genesis, uh, Ezekiel 36, 26, you know. Take a veil that is covering my eyes that I can see the light of the Gospel and can see Jesus, the Son of God. 2 Corinthians 4, verse 4, right? And... Uh, I, I, I want to say that you, there are many other weapons, but I hope that you, you are blessed by this few. I believe it is good enough. Amen. Because it worked on me. I've been using it. You see, God always uh, confirmed with me. Huh? So, brothers and sisters, for those of you who have not received Jesus Christ yet, I want, maybe all of us should close our eyes, you know, just bow our heads, you know, be in His presence right now. What situation that you are facing, right? It could be a marital problem, relationship problem, even children. Nowadays, children, computer games, this sort of thing, pornography, addictions, all these are strongholds in life, you know. Even your business, your health, when you're sitting down, close your eyes, tell Jesus, tell Him what you want Him to do for you today. Now is the time. Not tomorrow, not in the future. Now is the time because you have faith. Hallelujah. And when you have the faith and the Holy Spirit power, they join up, that's where miracles happen. Hallelujah. Tell our Lord Jesus Christ, close your eyes and pray to Him. And most important, healing is release unforgiveness and bitterness. In any healing service, I always stress on this. Because unforgiveness and bitterness <clears throat> is stopping you 
from receiving your miracle and even stopping you from receiving the blessings of God for your life. That's why all these demonic strongholds got to be broken so that you can fulfill what is God's purpose for your life. You can fulfill what is God's destiny for your life in the name of Jesus. We will pray. I will pray a prayer, but right now, release unforgiveness and bitterness. And this moment, this, any one of you who do not know Jesus yet, be it physical here or those who are online, I want to share with you, today is the day. Do not think about anything. Ask Jesus to come into your heart. Come into your life. You will be transformed. You just imagine, you can hear God's voice speaking to you. You ask anything, you know, those others, we don't want to say anything about others, but yourself. And most important, when you accept Jesus Christ this morning, your name has been translated into the book of life in heaven. Where Luke 15, in fact, 7 and 10 says, when you accept Jesus Christ, all the angels in heaven are rejoicing for your salvation. Because the devil cannot do anything to your soul, cannot take your soul to hell. You will be up in heaven, a place of joy, happiness, no more pain, worshipping, praising God. And your, if you read the Bible, it is, you have mentions there. Hallelujah. So if any one of you, Holy Spirit touch you, Jesus is saving, saying in Revelation 3.20, I am here at the door of your heart. If anyone hears me and open the door to me, I will come into your heart. I will come in to have a dinner, supper, soup with you. So if you are the one person who want to have eternal life to receive salvation and to most important to break every demonic stronghold that is in your life in your children even your future generation broken when I accept Jesus Christ just raise your hand raise your hand anyone all, all are safe hallelujah wow then praise God hallelujah if there's anyone in online, just follow my prayer. Say, thank you, Lord Jesus. And all of us can rededicate our lives. Here. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for dying on the cross for me. I admit I'm a sinner. But your precious blood shed on the cross for me has given me forgiveness of all my sins. Right now, Lord Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart, come into my life, to be my Lord and Savior. And Lord Jesus, I thank you for my salvation and eternal life in heaven. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. <coughs> Hallelujah. Let's clap our hands to our Lord Jesus. <clears throat> so, now, we have an auto call for those who have any needs. You know, the brothers and sisters here who are trained, pastors will be here to pray for you. And also, I'll be praying for you also, you know. Just come to the front. Come to the front. Be in the presence of God. You know where we are in Philippines, huh? Pastor Linda, correct? They just, in the presence of God, I shared the message and we prayed, but they are so hungry. You know, my wife was uh, speaking in tongue, so I told her to lay hand. So she lay hand 
on one lady, no one catch her, just like that, bang! But the angels were there. There's no pain, right? And then when I get down, do I have to pray? Because the Holy Spirit moves so mightily already. <clears throat> just touch it, be healed, be healed, be healed. And that's all. All falling on top of one another. And after that, they came to share their testimony one by one. Awesome testimonies. Stomach ulcers healed. Where a lady said, she, she felt, it's a wind, you know, a wind passed, the pain all gone. So many testimonies, you know, deaf can hear clearly. Of course, back pain, that is my specialty. Huh? Like she said, uh, he's a bone specialist. Tita Yi Sang, Chinese, in the Because I prayed for scoliosis, S shape will be healed. So even, I want to pray, uh, general prayer for all of you, right? And I believe you must exercise your faith and you will also receive healing. Thank you for listening to this message. If you have been encouraged, make sure to follow us on Spotify. To get connected or find out more about the life of our church, visit us on our website at gladtidings.my or follow us on social media. Have a blessed week.